It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sounds like there's a big difference from the first week of practice under Hugh Freeze versus what a year ago looked like. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And joining us now here on the show, Auburn defensive lineman, Jason Jones. It's got to be weird. One week, you guys are, all right, football's back. You're in the groove, and then, oh, spring break hits. And so, you're, you you got to step away for a week. But how's that first week been under the, um, I guess, the first time practicing under Hugh Freeze? Yeah, the first week went really well, I think, especially for the defensive line. I, I think every single one of us has, has stepped their game up and put our best foot forward going into this break. I think, like I, like I said, we, we, we've all done a great job. We all bring something different to the table as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about the, the, this D-line. How important is everybody bringing something different to the table? I mean, how important is that? We talked last time about yeah. rotation probably being a bigger factor up front this year than, uh, than the last few seasons. Yeah. How big is that? Um, It's good because it's like the other team, you don't, know what to expect yeah. like this other which one guy's good at the run this guy's good at the pass this guy's good at this one move he always does this one move but then you switch him over here he does this it's, it's really important to to be able to do that have that mixture so you're leaving the other team guessing yeah yeah and, and i think that's some of what ron roberts does right is he makes you know the whole concept of creepers and having different alignments up front and, you know, moving the Jack around, moving you and Marcus around the different slots. You're making the opposing offensive line have to think a little bit more exactly. pre-snap, right? I mean, that, that that's a big part of all of this. Yeah, and again, like I said, that's very important, keeping the the the, the offense guessing. And then that also allows more plays for everybody up front to, you know, keep, keep making plays instead of just being one-dimensional. So yeah. I like, like I said, I like Ron's um, – scheme i love it and we've only got a you know few plays in so it's just like i'm liking it right now i wonder how like a few months down the line is going to be you know what i mean we start adding in everything is it that much different than what you guys have been doing the last uh the last two seasons i guess i guess you can only talk about last year but um i mean football is all the same just different wording different sure terminology I don't think defensive line has really changed that much. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think you can really do any, anything else to 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 D line. I mean, I think we've pretty much done everything. So it's just different terminology, different uh, different schemes. I mean, just whatever you play in, but what you rather have a three four, multiple four three, multiple just is all based on, you know, who, also who you're going against too. The assumption is that. You guys, and I mean, you guys, I mean, defensive line, and I guess really the whole front seven, like doing more things opposed to you just being like a shade nose or a zero tech. Um, mm. are, are they moving you around at all? Or are you still kind of staying in that same area of the defensive front? Well, uh, they're, they're we're moving everyone around. Everyone's playing different positions. And again, that's key. And that makes you more valuable as a player. So like one down, I'll be in the zero. The next down, I'll be in a three. 
the next down to be in the two, or the next down to be back in the three, then I'll be in a one. Then if you need me, in my opinion, if you need me, I can go to a four hour if you need me to. I can go back to a zero. And it's, I guess it's very important to move people around, and that's what we've been doing. Yeah, and Jason, for folks just hearing you kind of saying all these things, so uh, essentially the, the higher the number is, the farther to, like closer to the tackle you are. I, I think that's a simple way to put it, right? Uh, that's kind of, yeah. Simple, a, very, yeah. a very simple way to, yeah, very way simple to put way. it. That's, that's simple, yeah. Yeah, so I, I imagine how much of that is just early spring and they're trying to see who can do all that, or do you think you'll be doing all that when the season comes? Uh, I can't tell you right now. Okay. Um, gotcha. it just, it's it's all like I there's a lot of gray area. Uh, again, we just thought we just had one week of really putting on pads, so we're really just um, Garrett, especially, is letting us just play and just you know letting us do what we do best. You know what I mean? Instead of keeping us one dimensional, so I really yeah. letting us really just play. You know what I mean? Yeah, looking at what Jeremy Garrett did at Liberty, I mean mm-hmm. his defensive line statistically was was great was at Liberty. Best, yeah. Yeah, how um how different is kind of going through drills under him versus you know what you've done in the past? Um, a lot again, it's all the same things, different sayings, different terminology, but it's all pretty much the same thing. Um, okay. I like what Garrett does. I like what he's about. Um, again, he lets you play really like free. Um, he lets you go be you, go make plays. Um, like he always says, you're a football player, not a football player. Ooh, I like that. You're a football player, not a fitball player. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, so there's been a lot of talk, Jason, about like the Jack linebackers. How much different is that going to look to the Auburn fan watching this fall compared to like what we're used to seeing with that edge rusher type position? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's essentially like what we had last year, which was called the Rover. It's, it's the same thing. Um, but our base defense is going to be like your traditional defensive end. Like, which is going to be a big guy. You know, nose guard, no D-tackling, going to have that jack linebacker. So, essentially, it's, it's going to be the same thing. Again, it's all just different terminology, different sayings and stuff like that. Got it. Got it. When you look around the, the defensive front so far, and once again, it's early, but one weekend – who are some of your teammates that have kind of impressed you and caught your eye? Say, like, man, they did some work. They're taking that step forward that they needed to this offseason. Um, I say Jeffrey Emba because what I saw last fall camp or last spring or no, last fall camp when he really got back into the groove to now, you see significant growth. He's he's more confident. And again, like I always say, he doesn't understand how strong he is at mm. times. And and I think you're 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 start you're gonna see it this this season. Like he's tearing off blocks, making plays. He's doing really good, and I'm I'm happy for him, and I'm excited for him this season. Is he lining up in different spots too, Jason? Just like everybody else? Um, he's playing the uh, D end right now. Okay. Um, just just D end, but again, we'll see. It's just we've only pretty three practices. So I mean, he's a pretty big D end, right? He's very athletic too. He's fast. I mean, he's fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that a system thing where they want a bigger D end or he's just a freak athlete and so he's able to do it? I just, he's a freak athlete. I think he can do it. I feel, I feel he can play all three positions, honestly. I'm going to be really? honest. He's that big, that fast. He can play D and D tackle nose guard if you, if you need it to. If the team Interesting. Needs. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of what Auburn fans thought they were getting when, when he committed and they posted that video of him and Harson hugging and getting hype and all that stuff. And so yeah. um, we've, we, and then halfway through the season, we're like, where is he? Where is this guy? And then he kind of turned it up towards the end of last year. It's good to see that he's getting a shot and making, making the most of it. We'll continue our conversation with Jason in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Look, we're past the midway point of the NBA season. If you're not getting in on the action, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you need to head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to check out the FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. And new customers right now are going to no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. as bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. And look, we're all watching a lot of college basketball right now. Be sure to check it out at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more about the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Jason Jones, Auburn defensive lineman, joining us on today's show. So a lot of talk about the offensive line. You go up against these guys every single day. You did it last year as well. What's standing out about them? I mean, I'm just telling you the short time that we were able to see in the viewing window, yeah. I guess last Monday, uh, Avery Jones looked really, really impressive to me. Yes. Um, he has experience under his belt. And don't let East Carolina fool you. He's very strong. He knows what he's doing, too. Yeah. Um, very. He's, he's a technician. You don't really see his base to get too narrow or even get too wide. Again, he knows, he knows what he's doing. And and you you can tell just by watching him he's going to be really good yeah is he kind of taking that that natural leadership role that the center typically has on the offensive line i mean is he an outspoken dude or does he just line up and hit you um well as, as a center you got to be somewhat vocal you got to totally. point the mic is you got to do this do that but besides that he's he's more of like your your your, your go play guy let me, let me show you type person you know what i mean is there anybody on the offensive front that talks smack to you a lot? <laughs> not, not to me, but in general, yeah. Not to who's, me. Who's the biggest smack talker on the offensive line? Yeah, people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know. I can say that. I can say. That. I got you. I got you. Um, are you a big smack talker? No, not, not at all. Yeah, you're a line up and play kind of guy too. I'm just line. Look, I don't. I, I don't. My point when I was younger is like, why why talk smack when I just play and hit you? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, um, I don't I don't talk smack though. I don't I don't I don't talk smack. That's not me. That's not. If I do, I'm mad. Like I'm I'm angry. Sure, your head. But I usually just line up, play, get back to the line of scrimmage, play again. I'm that's just me. I've always. Uh, been like, I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, but in regards to like the offensive line, do they seem better? I mean, it's a pretty much a brand new front than what we've seen in the past. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about them. Yeah. Um, I think 
they're all a lot stronger. They're all yeah. faster. The, I feel like they're very confident in what they do, and you can you can see a difference. And like even every last one of them have their own thing to them. Like Dylan Wade is also a person that surprised me. Like when he hits you, he hits you, and he has like he and he's really good in pass protection too. I don't, I don't think sure. I've seen him get beat in pass protection yet, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I guess that he's he's really good. Dylan Wade's good. Gunner has done really really good this this the the last uh, three practices as well. Um, what's his name? Tate Tate stepped it up too. Um, Tate Cam's playing guard now. Yeah, Tate's playing guard now. He's playing guard. He's, Avery's playing uh, center. Uh, what's his name? Stutz is doing really good too. Getting back healthy, moving right. He's moving a whole lot faster. Getting more athletic. So again, I'm excited for this O line, and I'm glad that they're doing good. Yeah, I think it's outstanding. I think it's outstanding. So you get a week off after the first week of practice. What are you working on? Uh, what are you working on this week? Are you just kind of using it to recover and kind of focus on what's ahead? Oh, no. I, you, this spring break is the easiest way to get, like, to the, the loose shape, you know? So mm-hmm. I knew if I went on vacation, some bad, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever happened. So I, I went back home and started training with my trainer, Coach L. He's in Birmingham. I tra- I've been training with him since 10th grade. So I was 16 years old. i just been training my butt off all week, just trying to stay fit. That's great. That's great. Uh, then in regards to kind of what you want to accomplish the rest of spring, what would you say that is? I, I just want to get 1% better each day. I know I know that sounds cliche, but I'm just being honest. I want to get better because if you're not getting better, then what are you doing at that mm-hmm. point? You're not trying to find something that, that to get better at than what are you doing. So I just, I'm just trying to get a whole lot better, improve on what I did last year, um, focus on pass rush a whole lot more. So that's what I've been doing. I've I've heard you say this, and I've seen a lot of players tweet it and talk about it on Instagram and stuff like that. Stacking days, is mm-hmm. that something that this coaching staff's kind of preaching to y'all, stacking days? Yeah, like stacking days. So you have one good day. Okay, cool whatever and then the next practice is bad we can't have we can't have that drop off like if you're right here you can't have that drop off you can't be bouncing back you want to keep stacking days to keep getting better and always try and find new mess ups i guess is what they say because when you have something new then you got something to teach it was the same old stuff over and over again then yeah sure how is freeze during practice is he is he like Primarily around the quarterbacks and the offense, or is he everywhere? Um, he's about he's about everywhere. He's about everywhere. But obviously, you know, he favors offense. He's he's an offensive minded guy. So yeah, he he uh, he he roots for everyone. I you know, but he's mainly around offense right now. Are his practices noticeably different than oh. the previous administration? Oh yes, freeze goes fast. Freeze goes fast. So so what goes- what does that mean in comparison to like? What we were doing. So, I'm I'm just gonna say, like he, like I said, when he goes fast, he goes fast. You don't got no time. Like say, say you're going against freeze, you make a play, you don't got no time to celebrate. Get back on the ball, you got to line up again because they're going fast. And I think I like going fast. Honestly, I like how how our practices are laid out too because um, it's one form of conditioning, and you know, you, you get to play. I mean, you get to play longer instead of you know. I'm not going to speak on that too much. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, but I guess that makes sense. One, from a conditioning standpoint, and two, just from a – you get more reps 
You exactly. get more reps in a day, and that's more, more chances to get better, like you were saying. More, more people get in as well. Uh, we're gonna, you're also getting a lot of freshmen in as well to, uh, to play in, 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 in that tempo. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any, uh, any freshmen stepping up that you feel comfortable mentioning? Like I said, Keldrick's um, doing good, getting healthy. Um, that dude physically does not look like a freshman. No, not at all. He's huge. <laughs> yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wilkie's getting better. Wilkie Denai's getting better. Steven's getting better. A whole lot. Brenton uh, Williams has been doing really good too. Okay. Um, he's he stepped up a lot. He's going to be really good. So I think I think collectively all the freshman D linemen uh, specifically has been doing really good. And again, I'm excited for them. Sure. What about a guy like Kay and Lee? I've heard good things about him. I know it's a different position group. You may not get to see a whole lot of them, but I've heard nothing but good things about I've from heard nothing Kay and good Lee. Things about him too. I've, he's I've heard he's been doing really good these practices, and I, I heard he's doing an amazing job. Um, again, he doesn't look like your typical freshman. He's really fast, agile, and again, it's, it seems like he's been in this thing for about three years. So, again, I, I'm 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 excited for every single freshman, everybody. I'm excited to see what but what we can accomplish this year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then like it, outside of just, you know, the Auburn bubble, there's a lot of talk throughout SEC football about like the, the proposed scheduling and all that. Do y'all care mm-hmm. about that at all in the locker room or is, is it just is I, I haven't heard the, the whole like nine, three model where you get each SEC team is probably going to get like three protected um, rivalries and the rest are going to rotate more often do you guys have any opinion on that or pay attention to any of that it doesn't sound like you are if you, if, if, if you weren't aware of that i just want to play football i don't really care <laughs> like, yeah i wouldn't mind like is, is the rotation more like ohio state and you get penn state here and you get i don't really know what it is I'm yeah no it's it's more the the theory behind it is every player would pl- would get to play everywhere in the sec if they stayed around their entire career so yeah. you play everybody home and away in a four-year span. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Okay, you would like that. Yeah, I would like that. I mean, I haven't got to play uh, who? Tennessee yet? I haven't got to play Vanderbilt. We get to play Vanderbilt this year. I ain't gotten to play Kentucky. I mean, you won't get you won't get Florida. Yeah, during your time here, Florida. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. So so. So that that's appealing, you know, getting to play everybody in the conference. You think that's a yeah, cool that's thing cool. as a player? That's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Cool, cool. Well, Jason, thank you for your time as always, buddy. Mm-hmm. Know you're busy. Know you're you're working out and, and all that. And hey, best of luck uh, for the remainder of spring. Yeah, thank you so much. Great stuff with Jason. I want to talk about this article that has Robbie Ashford as the worst quarterback in the SEC. I'm not buying it. I'll tell you why on today's. Locked on Auburn coming up next. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the calories, carbs, fat, Built Bar is the treat for you. Covered 100% in real delicious decadent chocolate. They've got all sorts of flavors. Head over to Built.com to check them out and be sure to check out the macros. You won't believe it. They are so solid, so good for you, low in calories, high in protein. You get them, and they're like, wow, these are actually good. They taste like an actual candy bar. And you read the label again, it's like, wow, wow, it keeps me full, healthy, can be tasty. Also, you can head over to Walmart or Sam's Club. Say, uh, you can now find Built Bars in both of those places as well. Or, of course, heading over to Built.com. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. There's an article that Athlon put out, specifically Steve Lassen of Athlon. He recently ranked Auburn in his spring SC power rankings, had Auburn as the worst team in the SEC West, which I I can I get where you're coming from on all that. I don't think with how you explain it makes a ton of sense. So when you look at Auburn in the pecking order, what we think is going to be the SEC West, I think you have Alabama and LSU, and then I think everybody else is kind of in the middle. And when you look at Auburn versus the Mississippi schools, the fact that you have the Mississippi schools at Jordan-Hare Stadium, I just don't think that makes a ton of sense because I just don't think the Mississippi schools are going to win at Jordan-Hare Stadium. In 2023, I'm just not buying it. And also, Arkansas is just defensively, can they get it together? Questions about, you know, KJ Jefferson. You know, I'm a little surprised he stayed, if I'm being honest with you. Um, so I'm just not buying all that. And of course, with whatever's happening at Texas AM, are they going to figure all of that out? So I don't know if I'm necessarily buying that Auburn should be last in the SEC West. They certainly shouldn't be first, they probably shouldn't be third. But anywhere after that, I'm like, eh, yeah, I, I just don't think that they're the worst team in the West. But then Lasan put out uh, the quarterback preview and rankings article and has Robbie Ashford as the worst quarterback in the SEC. And I just don't think that's correct. Now, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the SEC that I would put ahead of them. But just to put him behind Brady Cook at Missouri and A.J. Swan at Vanderbilt, I think is lazy and I think it's disingenuous. Like, what are you basing that off of? I think both of those quarterbacks had better protection than Robbie Ashford. And I just think if you watch football and you watch what happened in the SEC last year, I mean, Robbie's situation that he was put in was so bad. It was so poor and so unfair to Robbie and so unfair to Auburn and really kind of unfair to the starters around them just because they were not, none of them were put in situations to succeed. And, and look, I'm not going to act like the situation at Missouri and the situation at Vanderbilt makes a ton of sense. And those guys were set up to succeed either. But Robbie, I think he may, kind of made the most of it. And you can make the argument for Robbie's upside way more than almost any quarterback in the conference. So I'm not buying that. And I think a lot of these quarterbacks that were ranked ahead of him, uh, I think have better situations, and I just don't think that's how quarterback ranking should go. I think quarterback ranking should look at the quarterback, not the overall situation. And to me, I think that's a shame, and I think it's um, I think it's unfair to Robbie. I understand you got to put somebody last, but Robbie's better than Brady Cook and AJ Swan. Get out of here with all of that. Thank you so much to Jason Jones for joining the show. Be sure to give him some love if y'all don't mind. And we will uh, we'll be back, I guess, this weekend, throughout this weekend. And uh, we'll recap Selection Sunday with a live show. So that should be a ton of 
fun. Follow me on social media at Z Blackerby. Read all my written work at AuburnDaily.com. I got a cool announcement, a personal announcement that's coming up in the coming weeks. So be sure to stick around for all of that. Till next time, this has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.